Welcome to Golden Ya Hot and Air Curl Up. Where at the comfort of your seat, you'll be catered with innovative self-help and self-love, trending information, sex storytelling, and fun tips. I am an expert on self-image, boosting, advisor, a skin holistic specialist, black woman motivational speaker, a mom, and a wife. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve the possibilities in living your best life. I woke up to the sound of the engine of a driving car at the back seat. I sat up straight and I noticed I was wearing a strange uniform. It was asymmetrical, shoulder shot sleeve, high midline neckline, all the way over my knees. There was a huge number in front of my chest, 408, in black bold numbers. It was in khaki color. It was the most unflattering dress I ever saw or wore. I felt like I had no identity, like my name wasn't Onitoptera, but just a number. I felt a sense of panic, but then relief, as I remember how I got in this car the first place. I was being driven by a strange man who ignored me completely as I was waking up. My memory started to bombard me with the scenarios we took place previously. The meeting at the city council with Minister of Agriculture, the politician, and his persuasive, salacious, but robust daughter. Party in a house on a floating island. Baobab trees. The Pollock painting. Weird, savory butterfly man sitting naked. The other room with a boa constrictor in a chest box. Fine china cups. Me looking into the pond, horrified at my reflection of a wing span attached to my, onto my back. The snake squeezing the life out of the butler. The eyes of the butterfly man bulging out of the socket of his head blood dripping out of one and the same person turning into corpse blue standing naked watching this awful heinous act while I just came from the sex deed we just had I just stood there in days awestruck not for the snake choking this man but for me for me escaping death I was alive I thought, selfish, but then, indeed, I was in seventh heaven to have this chance. His cervical vertebrae of his neck breaking to the left. The sound of his neck breaking that way was extremely agonizing and piercing. The description of the memory alone is tormenting. Then the car I was in suddenly hit a bump. It made me come back to my senses where I was. 
I didn't know where I was on our way to Moore Hill. And everywhere was all greenery, pure forest and grass. And then I became aware of the beautiful swampy bayou. This was definitely New Orleans. That's how I knew where we were. I read in the papers that Moore Hill was an old abandoned psychiatric hospital in the 30s. The area I was in was movie-like, bewitching, magnificent and, and mesmerizing at the same time. The scenery was nothing like where I came from. High columned houses, live oaks, dripping with Spanish ups that gave me a creepy, shadowy, yet refined look. The fireflies lit up the forest like you wouldn't believe. It was like Christmas in summer. The chirping crickets, I felt, brought me into a trance. Through the opening of the window, I felt redemption. As we drove into the passage of Moore Hill Estate, I wanted to kick the door and escape, but the doors were electronically shut. And since the driver was completely ignoring me, I didn't have the courage to, which was odd. I supposed to be the strong black woman. I am letting go of the thought of fear that harms me. My feelings of sadness are valid but temporary. I am going to make it. This life is my own. And I am making room for positive thought. I believe in myself. I can do this. But instead, I felt numb. I felt invisible. I had to find a way to overcome this fear and get back to me, get back to my son, get back to police, maybe human rights organization to shut all this inhumane, sadistic kidnap. But what I didn't know is that it was going to become worse. The car came to a stop in front of a huge red door where five women stood in a perfect formation of a triangle. The Mohe building was pure morbid. Next to it was a enormous, ethereal, ghoulish tree, completely engulfed with spiderweb. There must have been a million spiders. The whole tree was spider-infected. It made my skin crawl into goosebumps. The building itself was concrete, smooth concrete, with a huge red door. I heard the stories of Moore Hill, stories about spirits, voodoo, black magic, and strong paranormal presence about a man that looked like a doctor. There was a strict warning never to walk round and about Eight minutes after 4 a.m., town members and family members of the patients claimed they heard gruesome screams after 8 after 4. Young women running around like they wanted to get away. The car stopped in front of the woman and the driver stepped out, walked 
behind the car towards me and opened my door. Looking straight ahead, I stepped out quickly and stood still, not knowing exactly what to do. I was looking at the man and looking back at the lady who stood in charge in a formation of a triangle with four women behind her. She was holding an object in her hand. It was a small rabbit, white rabbit. I then turned back and looked at the driver, looked at the lady not knowing when to do, and then screamed on top of my lungs towards the driver. Let me go! I turned back to the woman in desperation, but she just looked ahead peacefully with a smile on her lips, as if to say she was in a blissful mood. Her face, her face was completely pale, bloated face, black eyes that could easily be deep dark red. She had an eerie smile. She kept at me, her eyes fixed on me as she smiled. Her hair was really long and very thin as she was holding the little white rabbit in both hands. The whole scene was unnerving. Fuck this, I yelled. Take me back right now. Give me the car keys at this instant. Take me back, crazy. I was pulling and pushing his uniform at the same time. He turned at me swiftly and pushed me so hard I almost fell. I suddenly heard footsteps hurtling towards us. I looked up and it was the pale, bloated lady. She was holding the white rabbit, walked towards very fiercely with a smile on her face. She stopped in front of us and looked at the driver and then turned to me. And as I turned to the driver, his face was totally pale, as if he was disturbed. The eerie looking woman, in a calm, collected smile, took the white rabbit in her left hand, extended in front of me and balanced it perfectly on her hand. And with her right hand, went into her right pocket, pulled out a mini shotgun, smiled wider at me and blew the driver's head off. His head exploded like a melon. All the brain matter was all over the car side where I was sitting. On the handles, the seat, the floor, the concrete floor. On my afro hair, which was in a bun. My melanated face was dripping completely in blood and brain. His blood was dripping profusely. To the rhythm, I was shaking. The eerie woman lowered her gun still holding the rabbit perfectly in her palm of her left hand. She spoke. At Moorhill, we strive at integrity, discipline, language, and respect. He lacked it. Where are my manners? I am Madame Lurduva, and you are? I couldn't speak. The lady smiled wider and said in a much higher tone, You are? She looked at the corpse that was now headless and turned to me. I quickly said, Onitoptera, 
Welcome at Moor Hill, my dear. You're such a delight. From today on, you'll be referred as 408. With an eerie smile, she handed me the little white rabbit that was completely docile, delicate, and had no drop of any splattered blood on it. Tomorrow, I will find a way to escape from this ominous damn place. Mr. H. Cronon is the first I will punish mercilessly. Wow, thank you, Golden Nutchies, for listening to Golden Ya Hot Air and Curl Up, where we'll be sharing interesting stories or spicy ones, relationship, self love in form of affirmations. You'll also be getting amazing interviews from people with real life incorrigible experiences or experts. My initial goal is to bring our community together anywhere you are in the world you're very welcome my email is beautyshopgoldenya at gmail.com if you have suggestions or information articles stories you would like me to share on they're very welcome please make sure you subscribe rate and comment this episode on any podcast you come across thank you (laughs) love peace and coconut water